What up, what up, what up? You tuned in to the Jose Morales podcast where we talk sports, business, and everything in between. I am your host, Jose Morales, and we're at my boxing academy. Joining me in the ring today is the man you've probably seen at the halftime shows, probably seen him opening for Kiss, Snoop Dogg, Blue Man Group, or yeah. you probably seen him getting bowled up by me. No, I'm playing. <laughs> my man, David Garibaldi, oh, David. Thank you. Say, thank you, up, brother. Baby? Thank you. Thank you so much for having me here. Uh, this is my first time to your gym. Yeah, it is. I'm very, very impressed. I'm inspired. I'm the everything in between. Oh, really? You, 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 said, the, you said the fight, the boxing business. I'm the all in between. Yeah, so. you are. We'll get it covered. Thank you for coming. Yes, thank he was, you. He was actually uh, three hours late, but he finally <laughs> made it. I, th- I told this him I was going to throw that in there. This is nah. true. No, yeah. You know, it's crazy, and I'll, I'll get right into it. My whole week of shows were canceled. Yeah. And, you know, those of you that don't know what I do, I'm a performance painter. I create these large portraits and minutes to music at live events mm-hmm. where large gatherings of people come together. And that, all over the world, has been canceled. canceled. And so we're, you know, one, I get a much-needed break. But two, um, I had to, man, I was changing flights all week. Like, oh, that's canceled. Oh, that too. Okay, cool. So yeah, got a little mixed right. around. But thank you. you a hard time. But thank you for fitting, fitting me in. No, I appreciate thank that. you for coming. For real. It was amazing. It's amazing to be around you guys. Uh, last time, those that do not know, I met uh, David through Chatty. Uh, they're actually, you guys been together for a while. We went yeah. bowling and played pool. A couple well, ago. hold on. We went, we went and had dinner. And then, and then <laughs> we knew we were gonna do something afterwards. So we're like, and we're we're all competitive. Like, don't, here's the thing: I love to paint, but he I said, Hold up, I love a I love a good I love a good game. You know, like let's just, uh-huh. I like golf. You know, let's put a little dollar on per hole. But to that that night we was we we're at Mexican food, and then you're like, let's go bowl. So we went to the busiest bowling place in Sacramento. So it was like hours long to wait for a lane. Nah, so he's lying. So nah. <laughs> I think Jose picked this place, and he knew that there was a a pool hall in the bar area. So he's like, well. Why don't we just go play pool? Like I'm like, yeah, it's been years since I did it, and he's like, I'm gonna go get my pool stick from the car. I'm like, ha ha, so funny. This guy walks in with a pool stick, and I just knew at that point the game has changed. Yes. Like, what if was... I walked in with my like a bowling ball on my shoes? You know, I'd hey, worry. this guy worry. can bowl too, though. I mean, he was know, getting down because you, you guys know? beat us in the bowling, right? Yeah, you guys won on the ball. Yeah, we it was a it was we it was a win win night. It was a win win. Yes. Yeah, it was it was an amazing time. <laughs> we were laughing. What did wait? Off. What did I? What did you win though? Remember? Do you remember what we put on the line? It wasn't money. It was. I know. I had to do a video. Of some <laughs> bullshit. That's what I remember. <laughs> <laughs> so what? What Jose? I, I, I won like, in bowling. Yeah, you you won. Like basically, Vito being what? nice and complimenting me. <laughs> why do you have to remember? Why do you let you remember that? Crap? Oh, and then, but what he won because uh, he beat beat us in pool was for a week. I had to repost on Instagram yeah. each of his posts on my story and be like, this is fire. This is yeah, awesome. Yeah. People are like, why is he so into boxing lately? Yeah. <laughs> I had a few people tell me, hey, what you do to him? Why do you <laughs> like you so much? Why is he like? No, I'm playing now. Oh, man. But good time. So I want the reason why I wanted to have David on here, yes. I wanted to not only share your story, but get uh, people familiar with your success, a, a successful story from Sat. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love that. I heard I didn't know this about you, but I was doing my my homework about you, and you were born in L.A. Yes, I didn't know. So I was that. born in in Whittier, which is in yeah, the yeah, L.A. Whittier. area. Yeah, I know where that is. And my parents were born and grew up in Los Angeles, all over. My dad grew up in South Central. My mom grew up in La Habra, and so they met. I was born there. 
and then my dad got an offer to, uh, you know, to work for a company here in Sacramento when I was around five years old. And so that's what brought us up here in the early 80s during a time when Sacramento, there was nothing, nothing. here. I mean, yeah. there was literally cow fields. So, um, but yeah, you know, yeah. my family is in LA. Um, I have roots there, but I would say I wasn't really raised there. I was definitely raised in, in Sacramento. Sacramento. This yeah. is home for sure. Could you, what, what nationality are you? Um, big debate. Um, but oh, I believe debate. It's a debate. I did. Twenty three and me. I did. I did. I did twenty three. Yeah. So it says that I'm pretty much half Mexican, and the other half is everything but Asian. But my mom Swears. and my family thinks that we're something else. I'm like, look. I, I follow the science. I'm half Mexican, <laughs> and the and the other half is mixed with everything but Asian. But Asian. But Asian, yeah. Really? Yeah. When I met you, I like how you said Garibaldi. I thought you were Italian. Remember, yeah. you were like Garibaldi. I like to throw it around, you yeah. know, when I want to feel important. Garibaldi. They're like, wow, it's legit. He's it's, legit. It's legit. Yeah, you had a you know Italian accent. Anything. Yeah. So you know, the first time I saw you, uh, it was at a Kings game. You. Painted Tyreek Evans. That was the first wow. time I saw yeah. you. I think it was like 2009. Yeah, whenever Tyreek Evans was the rookie, because he was yeah. uh, r- rookie, rookie of the year. year. Yeah, 2009. That's yeah. the first time I saw you. Yeah. And I was like, how the fuck did he do that? And, yeah. And I have what did you think at first, though, when you saw it? We, when you know, there's no portrait there. What mm-hmm. were your first thoughts? Uh, first, I was like, what is this guy doing? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, what is he going to do? That's what really was going through my mind. Yeah. And then when you started painting and you started adding little by little, doing more, and I'm like, kind of like is this guy really about to do this and then i'm like wait is he really doing it and then it started more and more and more i'm like he really did do it yeah i really painted somebody yeah i, I thought i was amazed i was like that's pretty dope no, thank like, you. you can do it in in like that a, and you know a, i love performing at those events like sporting events and sporting crowds for the first part is normally sports crowds are not known for cheering on the arts yeah it's like the opposite but the way that my process is it's a lot like you know, maybe watching uh, one of your teams start to lose the game and then they come back from behind. Yeah. You know, when you see the painting at first, it's like some, you know, dabs here and there. And you're like, I don't know if he's going to pull it off tonight. Yeah. You know, how, what's how, how much time does he have left? Yeah. The clock's ticking. We get down to the, you know, buzzer beater and slap my hand and the portrait's done. And then the audience cheers like that moment. And I love these. And I've only learned this over time, the parallels between, you know, just the art sport of what I do and sports in general and being around that world. It's been very How did you come up with that idea to do it that way too? How, how did that come up? So I didn't invent performance painting. There's an artist, Denny Dent. He started in the early eighties. It became very popular in the nineties. And then he passed away in 2005. I started in 2003. So that's when I came across his work. And there was a couple people after him that did it at that high level. And I mean, performing for presidents kings queens celebrities and i thought i don't know what this is i don't know who he is when i saw it i didn't even really know how he did it i was just inspired by the mixture of music sound and movement which was my whole past and just i just started teaching myself i didn't ask questions didn't ask permission i'm like i don't know i don't care what it is i'm doing it yeah yeah. I'm going to rewind a little bit. Uh, when you were growing up, yeah. were you always into painting or was this something that kind of grew upon you later on? Like, when yeah. did this love for painting and drawing and all that come about? You know, I was always into it. I was oh. always into drawing. At, I mean, to the level where, uh, you know, I would draw around the clock. My mm-hmm. parents could always find me creating something. 
And then I, but I also got into music in third grade. So I was still doing art and then I added music. I played the trumpet from third grade to high school. And then that went away in the middle school. I was still doing art, but also doing graffiti. So there was always these other things added to art. And then in, later on in high school, I got into dance as well. But art, again, was always this constant in my life. It was like how I identified with myself and who I am was just art. And I loved it. I, I loved the daily challenge of drawing, sketching, yeah. filling up sketchbooks. When did you realize you had some serious skill that you could do it as a career? Um, as a career didn't come until high school. I had a very special art teacher that changed my perspective about you can actually have a real career in the arts and actually make great money, contribute to culture. Mm. And that changed my perspective. So that was high school. But I would say before that, I knew I wanted to do art for a living. I just didn't know how. I didn't know what direction or the tools. And that teacher was the one that said, you know what? Here's some tools. Here's a direction. If you do this, follow that. And I was kind of set on the on a path per se. But then eventually when I, I didn't graduate high school, so yeah. that kind of threw me off a little bit. Uh, what was going through your mind at that time? Why'd you drop out? What happened? Um, you right. know, the first couple years of, of high school, I was very unfocused. Um, I could be normal. I mean, I, I was, I also dropped out of high school. Oh, did you? It was something we haven't come. What, what year w were you just like, I'm done? Like Junior year. Yeah. I, I, see, I, I actually checked out before. It was freshman and sophomore year I, I checked out. And then I didn't start taking it serious until I got more into art in my junior year. So even though I started doing better junior, senior year, it was too late to make up for credits. I was a senior in these freshman classes, and I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing this. I'm yeah. done. And I, I just gave up on that part of myself. But what's crazy is I, went, I was so into art at the time that I spent all my extra time in that animation class or in the art class, even though I just was failing at everything else. I, I just knew that looking back on it, that's what I can control at that time so when you dropped out what did you do you so you yeah dropped out to do what, what I, I didn't you know i really between 18 and 20 this period of my life i was just trying to figure out what did i what was i going to do with this creativity because i was really into dance and i thought i was going to be like a backup dancer for justin timberlake or you know <laughs> uh, maybe janet jackson was going to come back like some rhythm yeah, nation I, like, I just thought so I'll you were into it that much yeah yeah, so you it was this guy that was at uh, the the what is that what damn club Empire and all that dancing in yeah, the back. Yeah, you know is that was you. You can still find me doing that. <laughs> you got tequila? You want to see it? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so a little history. There was a group that started during that time called Boogie Monsters. Mm -hmm. So I was in that group, and the founders of that group was these three guys: Kevin, Joe, and Phil. And those three guys. Went off to create Jabberwockies, yeah. and so those are you know close friends of mine, um, and so that I I learned from their school of dance in a sense of like oh. that style of dance. You suddenly got all my respect because if you were getting in the school with them with dancing, you know, I, then I, you probably got some dance moves, baby. I wasn't as good as them, but I was learning from them Shit, for sure. They got mad skill. With they dancing. do. They do. Yeah. But oh. but and then that movement. I Again. thought when you said dancing, I thought you were like fucking around dancing. Oh, no, no I was you were like, like legit. Like dancing. choreography, doing shows. Oh, um, and again, that's why I thought I was like, I'm, I'm going to be a backup dancer for someone. I don't yeah. know. And then, you know, as, as when I transitioned to the performance, I was already this comfortable moving on stage, you know. Um, it's, it's almost like, like a muscle memory, you know, yeah. how, like you move around. Like you could move around in this ring, you know, and, and visualize it. And if I were to throw you, if I put brushes in your hand, 
I was like, hey, man, just move how you box. Like, you would probably be able to pick it up quicker. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. I mean, we'll, we'll draw it out for you. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do a stick <laughs> just to you the, first. The, This color goes <laughs> in that number. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. So, and, um, when was your first event, like, big event, like, boom, um, huge, that you did? So, the first event I did was in 2003. Uh, I had been, perf- I had actually been practicing in my dad's garage for, like, a month. So, my dad was just worried already. He's like, you know, I didn't have a job at the time, and I was dancing a little bit, but... Um, you know, I, I, I just started, you know, practicing this new art form. So eventually I thought, okay, I think I'm good enough to perform this. So I go to this promoter and I can't remember his name, but they were bringing uh, slick Rick to town, the old school Shit. rapper. And I was like, I want to open up for him. Like, that's how crazy I was. I was so crazy. I had never performed in my life. And I went to this promoter. I was like, I'm going to open up. I want to open up. And the guy's like, I'm sorry, doing what? No, no, painting. See these? <laughs> I do these really fast to music. And he's like, yeah, so you're going to have to buy tickets to the show. <laughs> and you're going to have to do your own setup. And I was like, done, done. And so I, this is even more how crazy I was. I packed up these two bags of like all these PVC pipes to make this backdrop. And this canvas that I painted black and I put in two bags because I thought in my head, Slick Rick is going to see this. He's going to want to take me on tour. I got to be ready to tour. And that's, I mean, and I was, hey, it was, I was that crazy. Though. That's, you have to be crazy like that. I was crazy. You have to see this vision. Still him. And you have to believe it. And you yeah. got to make yourself believe it so you can play that part. You can, Yeah. And I talk about it with boxing all the time. If you don't believe you can beat the person in front of you, you're not going to fight that way. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And that's what you did. You made yourself believe that you were going to do amazing, that he was going to take you on this tour, and you performed that way. Yeah. And obviously, I, he didn't take me on a, on a tour, but I still had this confidence in, in yourself, my in vision, your yes, of where I wanted to go and who I wanted to become. I knew I wasn't that yet, but I had to start thinking, like, what I wanted to become. And what followed after that? Did you get more shows or what um, happened? Yeah, I just kept plugging away. I would just call uh, people that I knew that put on events. I eventually called uh, Empire Nightclub. Actually, before they even opened up, a friend of mine knew that they were do- under construction still, and he's like, hey, go talk to this guy, Bob Simpson. He's the owner. He, he may be there. Just maybe you should go ask him to perform there. So I went there. I, tried, I was like, excuse me, can I talk to Bob Simpson? They're like, yeah, yeah, he's the guy over there with a the hard hat. So I'm like, hey, my name is David Garibaldi. I introduced myself. And I was like, I want to perform here uh, every Friday night when you guys open up. And he's like, and you want me to pay you <laughs> to do this? I was like, yep. <laughs> and he's like, well, it sound, you're crazy enough to ask, so why don't you bring, I don't know, a proposal? So I was like, cool, I don't know what that is, <laughs> but I'll go figure it out. And I went home, typed it up, printed it out, brought it to Bob the, like maybe two days later. And Bob's like, this kid, is he literally thought I was crazy. But he gave me the job to perform every Friday night at uh, Empire Nightclub for for the summer. So it was like a six month, you know, spring to fall. And I got I really learned my chops there, you know, in yeah. a sense of like I was thrown into the ring. Yeah. You know, you it's like learn how to fight, learn how to paint, learn how to adjust, um, you know, thinking about portraits that were relevant to the audience and just learning the art of performing during that time. Yeah, you and then locally, people that went to those events locally said, hey, um, you know, can you perform my company event? Yeah. Or can you perform for my kid's school? And I was like, yeah, this is cool. And a lot lot of things came from that. that. 
Yeah. From that door that you opened for yourself. I mean, I kicked it down, you yeah. know, <laughs> I yeah. definitely kicked it down. And I appreciate, though, and forever appreciate Bob Simpson for really giving me the chance because it could have been terrible. You yeah. know, he didn't he didn't know that. And he's just like, yeah, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. So I appreciate that. And a lot of people along the way. But that's something you you definitely like you said, you kicked the door down. You made it happen. And even if you would have said no, you probably would have found something. Else. Oh, yeah. I would have showed up mentality. I probably honestly, yeah, I probably just kept showing up until he just told me to go away. Yeah, I, I just but I also, you know, I really believe that when I saw what Denny Dent could do yeah. and it wasn't just the art the performance painting and how he engaged the audience, it was who he was able to reach. And I really believe that, well, if he can do that, and I didn't know what his background in, in art was like growing up, but I just thought if that's possible, he did it. Well, why can't I? Yeah. And that's just the thought I got in my head. What's the most important part as an entertainer? Like what is something that you think is very important? I have my opinion of what I think, but I want to know what yeah. you think is well, Very crucial. what I've learned mm -hmm. is I am there to serve the audience entertain. and they're, I'm there to entertain. And I, as much as I would love to paint certain things on stage and I do a lot of time, I, I choose what I do, but I also think about who's in the audience and my repertoire of images are so broad that in a way, even when I pick them, they still mean something to me. And so it's it's a mixture of what will entertain them, but also what will I believe in as yeah. well, because that's what's genuine. That's a genuine connecting moment. I like that. And to find a genuine connecting moment with every audience around the world. Yeah. That's funny you said that, because I actually preach that to my trainers here. Mm -hmm. I tell them, you know, when they're running their class, don't put music that is for you, that you like. Yeah. Think about it, your members that are in your class. So if you have a whole bunch of people that like rock, yeah. put some rock music on. And think about something that's like you said, you're yeah. here for them. Yeah. But at the same time, make sure it's fun for them and they're learning and that's something that you believe in. Yes. You know what I mean? And I think you you get to that point when you try something and you're aware enough to say, That didn't work. Yep. Like I'm sure a trainer came in here and you're like, What the hell is on that on that with that with a music playing right now? Yeah. And and maybe some people aren't always aware of like, yeah, this is not connecting. Like they're trying mm. to read the room and I think you have to be self-aware if you're in a, in a teaching position, if you're entertaining or just even leading in a company, read the room, like mm -hmm. see if what you're doing is working. Pay and attention. if it's not, adjust. adjust. Yep. And that's what people have a hard time doing, the adjusting. But it, it takes is. time. Yeah. You got to fuck it yeah. up a few times. You do. <laughs> and then you yeah. get the hang of it. Exactly. One thing I saw, man, you got the key to the city, man. Yeah. Dude, how was that? That's tight. That's something, man, one day I yeah. want to do. That's dope. What's you did it, man. And That's it wasn't tight. the city of Galt. Nothing wrong with Galt. Hey. <laughs> it was the city of Sacramento. <laughs> That's, fucked That's fucked up. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> he said it, uh, it wasn't Galt. <laughs> I'm coming for the Galt key next. No, um, no, yeah. So a little story behind that. Uh, I, one, never expected it. Did not know it was happening. In fact, a friend of mine, Brandon Wells, um, kind of like champion behind the scenes, and and put it in the ear of people that I already knew in city city council and and politics and so on, and you know he's like you know this guy's done a lot of charity work from Sacramento and he he kind of like just dropped it and with them and walked away didn't know they were gonna do with it and they all kind of came together and like yeah we should give this guy the key, so my friend Brandon's like hey let's go get a drink I'm thinking that's all we're gonna do that night we're gonna go he's gonna pick me up we're gonna get a drink we're getting a drink he's like hey I have a driver taking us to this new restaurant I'm like awesome so we pull up to the back of city hall and i'm thinking oh shit i'm, I'm getting set up like 
are there cops waiting out here for me? Like, was there a parking ticket? Like, did they put you up to this? We walk inside. I still don't know. We walk into the chamber, which is like they have all the seats in front of city council. And this is where it hit me that I was like, all right, definitely not getting arrested. Tonight, I see my parents. I see all of my close friends, um, you know, acquaintances, people that that uh, help me on my team, just people I'm like, what are you guys doing here? here yeah. and eventually, and they're talking about other really more important things in the city. And then um, they get to the point and they say, hey, you know, we appreciate what you do and contribute to the city. And then they gave me this big shiny key, which does not unlock anything <laughs> in the city. Um, but it, it's, it just symbolized like, yeah. You know, creating in Sacramento what we didn't have and just trying to just encourage a better yeah. a better uh, culture here. And that is why, I mean, I was, a lot of things I love about you, but I love that you are so proud of being from Sac. The things that you put, everything Sacramento proud, this and that, and I'm like that. Yeah. Identical to the core. Uh, what about Sacramento do you like so much? You. Yes. What is it that you like? I love that in Sacramento we can create in this city, mm-hmm. in the in the sense of um, meeting people like Bob Simpson early on, who I referred to, gave me my first performance job. He was a is an entrepreneur creating a scene that didn't exist before, a nightlife. As a performance painter, I can create a scene of of performing arts here in Sacramento. Uh, same thing with the the fighting scene here in Sacramento. It's it's something that. There, we live in a city where contributors are accepted, mm-hmm. and just like you can give me a call, and I'm an artist, I have nothing to do with boxing, but we support each other. Yeah, and I love that about Sacramento is the collaboration of ideas to help each other to make better what didn't exist before. Yeah, that's tight, bro. Yeah, so mad love. That's dope. I love it. I'm I love the city. That's tight. Yeah, I like that. All right, I'm going to ask you some off-the-wall random questions that have nothing to do with what we're talking All about. All right. And, I'm, and then when you answer them, before that, mm-hmm. before we ask you that question, I want you to tell me if you have anybody that's listening right now that is a high school dropout yeah. and went through the same thing that you went through when you were 18 years old, mm-hmm. what kind of advice, what would you tell them, how would you pump them up to make them feel good about their where they're at in life right now yeah um it starts right now it starts today and i don't care and you should not care what's happened in the past it's done it's part of your journey it's part of your character now but take every moment of your day that you have available to invest into yourself now now you take control and now it's completely up to you and no one else from this point on and so Start with what do you think about 24-7? You know, what subject is that? What does that relate to? And then go meet someone who's in that field and just talk to them (laughs) about, is this a world that I want to invest my time into? Just start there. Um, But it starts today. Yeah, I like that. That's a dope answer. Next one is that I'm going to ask you is just first thing that comes to mind. Yeah. Favorite restaurant in sec? Makuni's. Makuni's. Sushi. What roll? What roll do you like? Uh, you know, I like the paint with passion and purpose roll. Uh, oh, the Garibaldi why. roll. Uh, <laughs> Kaizen. Uh, favorite. The bikini roll also. Uh, favorite of mine. Chadis. Uh-huh. Yeah. Actually, I will. I, I I go in there like you need a menu. I'm like I don't need a menu. Um, I just list down what I want. I yeah. love. I know it by heart. Tight. Um, 
Next one is tell me something about you not many people know. Share something. Mm. Man, um, I share so much already. My favorite movie uh, is Fantasia 2000 by Disney. It's a collection of different movies that are uh, with like sound and color. They're about sound and color and they tell stories. So that's, I could watch that every day for the rest of my life. Wow. Yeah, that's um, I didn't see that coming. I'm into that. Yeah, I'm into So you like Disney movies? Or you yeah, like for the most part, Disney I like movie? I like most Disney movies. I love storytelling, mm-hmm. but I love that one in particular, Fantasia cool. 2000. All right. So what's the future for David? What, tell us about your um your uh, studio in Broadway. Oh yes, yeah. That. So that's important. Currently moving into my new studio on Broadway and Fifth. Uh, it's my private studio, but. We will be holding different community events there to encourage either, you know, youth in the arts, different charity events, um, or even we host a lot of uh, studio experiences where I donate to charities, a studio experience where the highest bidder gets uh, a custom painting, you know, a few hours with their friends, and Makuni's also donate some sushi for that as well. So um, just, you know, a place to create and raise money for charity. Yeah, I told Ricky that video you guys made on Broadway, Ooh. that shit was fire. Ricky, Ricky kills every video Yo, that he, that that he does, tight. but I felt like I was like in a Nike ad, just nah, not as in nah, shape. That video you know. was tight. Yeah, it was tight. It was tight. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Anything yeah. else you want to add on? Anything you want to You know say? what? Uh, if, you know, if anyone gets a chance, uh, in the bio on my Instagram, there's a, a tag there for uh, Creator X. Creator X is a nonprofit I started with my high school art teacher. A few years ago, and it's something that's really near and dear to my heart. And if you know any young creators uh, that are middle school, high school, check it out. And if it's cool enough, have them sign up for our summer camp. And uh, we hold a, a free summer camp every summer for uh, you know mostly underprivileged kids in Sacramento that need to be creatively inspired. Um, so check that out. Yeah. That's and, and this is the same teacher that motivated you. Yes, that's the same that. teacher that changed What's my life. Name? His name is uh, Sean Sullivan. And what his way of teaching changed my life, and it changed many other young creatives' lives. And so I thought, let's put that into a, a package, and offer that to kids that are not in his in his classroom that come from really anywhere in the world yeah. that want to pursue a career in the arts. So right. we offer it for free. It's a three day camp, and uh, hopefully we set them on a new creative path. Hey, that's I like that the story yes. and everything behind it. But thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for coming no, through thank you. and doing this, brother. Thank you for appreciate doing this. You. I appreciate for it. Real. Appreciate it, man. Mad love. Any re- any feedback you guys can give me, send me a message. Send us a message. Check that link on his bio. And much love. We out. Mm-hmm.